0: In the opal dawn, in the mist, arrows fall like black sleet on flesh and steel, and thunder on wooden shields, finding chinks in the failing defense. Hammer and hammer again, blow after blow. Horses are down, threshing and screaming, crushing the wounded and the dead. Men flee afoot, cut down by the sweep of riders on the perimeters. There is no more hope, Echandrin has met ambush. The fox has been outfoxed and the enemy riders circle, cutting down those few who evade that last sweep. But most rally around Echandrin as horses go down, as men fall. No arrows now. At the last it is swords and a battle afoot. Humans against humans, Echandrin's men against those who have sold their souls to Morand. "'Bron!' Che Ep Epcantory cries, seeing his brother fall, his place suddenly vacant in the defensive circle and and crests, surging against it. He tries to gain those few feet, in that desperate knot about Echendrin, to die shielding his brother, for it is only a question of place now. Weight of numbers bows their slight defense and breaks their shield ring.' but thunder breaks behind him. Che turns and lifts his sword, but there are two of them, helmed and masked, who come thundering toward him across the brook, throwing a fine spray in the first breaking of the sunlight. Third stride, the gray horse and the white, stately slow, inexorable as fate. The solemn procession reaches the killing ground, the place of execution. They have walked this far, these last survivors of Gillenbrook. Akandran is not among them. The fox's head stands on a pike outside Morand Gate, his countenance strangely tranquil after so much he has suffered. And by now the crows will have claimed the eyes, as the crows and the kites have claimed so many, many others. Carrion crows rise up here, at this end of all roads, black shapes against a pale, sickly sun, dull clap of startled wings that recalls the thunder of hoofs on sand. But that day is done. candran is dead, his men have seen him die, and seen the things done to him which made his death a mercy. Now is their own turn, and disturbed birds settle back to the field, one solitary raven pacing on the roadside in the important way of his kind. Halt, Lord Galt calls out. Galt, ep, Messerin, But this is not the Galt Akandran knew, the brother-in-arms he once trusted. This is a different creature, who now holds lordship over Moor and Keep. Qual serve him, though his hair is human dark and his body heavy and of no remarkable stature. The humans in his command fear him greatly. That is the kind of man he has become. And Galt has brought the prisoners here, to this place where crows gather, where the woods grow strange and twisted. He has cause to know this vicinity. In a place not far hence, the woods grow strange indeed. No beast will go there, and no bird will fly above the heart of it. By that place, Galt holds power over the south. But they will go no further than this. For this purpose, for the disposal of enemies, here on the boundaries of law and reason— Horses shy and snort at the carrion smell of the place. White bits of bone scattered by animals litter the dust of the roadway beside a bald hill. And on that hill stakes and frames stand against the sky, some vacant, some holding scraps of flesh and bone.